What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Sports Talk Buffalo. I'm your host, Drew, and thank you for making me part of your week. In this upcoming episode, I'm going to talk about my closing thoughts on the 2020-2021 season for the Buffalo Sabres. I'm also going to touch on my feelings that are going on with the Jack Eichel and Buffalo Sabres saga. It's going to be a fun episode, so stick around and let's have some fun. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the Buffalo Sabres season has come to an end, and I have given myself a full week to go over some of the things that I wanted to talk about for the Buffalo Sabres 2021 season. Some of my closing thoughts for the Buffalo Sabres season. We're going to start and jump right into it with number one was that Ralph Kruger was a huge swing and miss by the Buffalo Sabres organization and Jason Botterill. He simply just did not have the coaching philosophy that fit the players that were in Buffalo. The Buffalo Sabres were built very fast, very skilled, and they just didn't seem to fit into the system that Ralph Kruger wanted them to fit into. And it was just never going to be a match made in heaven. And it just didn't work here in Buffalo. Now, people have said fantastic things about the person that is Ralph Kruger. However, as an NHL coach, he just didn't get the job done. Unfortunately, he had a a philosophy that was very defensive-minded, supposedly, and the Sabres just didn't fit into that kind of that kind of structure or lack thereof that Ralph Kruger had. And under Don Granado, the Sabres team with their sixth string goalie and you know their top player out and one of a top four D man out and tons of injuries and they were still winning games. They were still competing, which says a lot about how good of a coach Don Granado is. <clears throat> Now, the second thing that we are going to take away from this is that Sam Reinhart is a legitimate NHL center if he is given proper NHL wingers. Now, obviously, the Sabres have tried Sam Reinhart on or at center before. However, they gave him five games-ish, ten games maybe, but they gave him absolute bums or, you know, AHL-level players on his wings, of course he was not going to be set up for success. We've seen that in over the last 20 or so games, 15 games, however many he played at center. He was very, very good at it. He led the Sabres in scoring, and he scored at a 38-goal pace for an 82-game season, which is absolutely tremendous. The Sabres have not had a 40... Well, they had a 40-goal score in Jeff Skinner, but before Jeff Skinner, I think it... It was years and years before they had a 40-goal score. I think Thomas Vanek was the one that was before Jeff Skinner. So Sam Reinhart was scoring at a torrid pace, and that is probably not a good thing for the Buffalo Sabres, honestly, as Sam Reinhart is a restricted free agent, and he has expressed that he does not want to go through a rebuild. And with all of the talk going on, within the organization, within fans, within media, it seems like the Sabres are headed towards another 
rebuild, which is something that Sam Reinhardt himself has said he does not want to be a part of. So with that said, the Sabres have some definite thinking and some tinkering to do in the offseason. And Reinhardt is a piece that if you want to win and you want to win now, you have to find a way to keep him here in Buffalo. Another closing thought is that Dylan Cousins may be the power forward that I have wanted in Buffalo for a long time. The power forward that we thought Marcus Foligno might be. He's got size and speed and skill. He's got all the things that you want in a 2021 NHL power forward. Not only that, but he is not afraid to drop the gloves and get into a fight. We've seen that a couple times this season. And it was it, it was very fun to watch him get into scraps. And it, it had a lot of people very excited about the future of Dylan Cousins for the Buffalo Sabres. It got me very excited. I think Dylan Cousins has a very, very high ceiling. He's already got NHL speed. He's already got... Uh, NHL size. He's already got uh, NHL hands. I think he's got to work a little bit on his uh, his um, you know his his NHL mind, so to speak, his NHL vision. But overall, I think he had a pretty solid rookie season for the Buffalo Sabers. He had 13 points in 41 games as a rookie. As I said, strong year. He would have been on pace for in the mid-20s to 30 points. So again, I stated before, people were saying, make Dylan Cousins the number one center. He's not Jack Eichel. You know, I hate to say it. Not many guys can come in at that age and perform as well as Eichel and McDavid and a lot of these, uh, some of these other guys had. People need to understand how good Eichel and McDavid really, really are. They're in the category of a Sidney Crosby and, and, and players like that. They are in that category. Now, what McDavid right now is just leaps and bounds ahead of everyone in the NHL offensively, period. But in that elite category is somebody like Jack Eichel, and Dylan Cousins just isn't there yet. Another thing that we can take away from this season is that Casey Middlestat Given the proper development, finally, I've only been saying this for a few years now. I've said this, I believe I said this on the podcast before. I said it before I had a podcast. If you want to go back to my later episodes, you could probably find it in there somewhere. Casey Middlesat was rushed to the NHL. I said that before. He was rushed to the NHL. He needed another full year in college. He needed another a full year in the AHL. And this year, I believe, he would compete for an NHL roster spot. And he has far exceeded expectations as far as competing for a roster spot. He has been very, very good. He scored, a, I believe, uh, 22 points, 10 goals, 12 assists in the 41 games. And in the 20... In, in 28 games under Don Granado, he had 17 points, 9 goals, and 8 assists. He played at a 50-point pace under Don Granado per 82 games and a 44-point pace overall for the Buffalo Sabres.
What is that sound? That sound, ladies and gentlemen, means it is time for a hot take here at Sports Talk Buffalo, and I have one for you. This might be, uh, it might not be as hot of a take as some people believe, but I think because of the fanfare for a certain player, this is going to be a very big hot take, and I might catch a lot of shit for this one. Provided Jack Eichel comes back as the Buffalo Sabres' number one center, I believe Casey Middlestat should be the Buffalo Sabres' number two center behind Eichel, but ahead of Dylan Cousins. Now, let me tell you why. Before you crap all over me, let me tell you why. I'm going to make my argument right now. Casey Middlestat had nine more points in the same amount of games as Dylan Cousins this past season. In the same amount of games, he had a better plus-minus. He had more power play points. He had more shorthanded points. He had more game-winning goals. He had a better shooting percentage, and he had a better face-off percentage by almost a 1.5%. Casey Middlestat was far more consistent and productive this past season than was Dylan Cousins. And everyone loved Dylan Cousins. Everyone loves him. I like him. I like him a lot. And I think people had unrealistic expectations for Casey Middlesack coming into the NHL. And here's why. Everyone said what? Oh, Casey Middlesack, this guy's a bust. Oh, he's terrible. Oh, I can't believe it. I can't, we got, we got to move on from him. I can't believe he was a top 10 pick. Well, let me hit you with something that you might change your mind about him. And the reason why I said I would continue to try to develop him. Casey Middlesat's rookie year, he scored 25 points in 77 games. That's .324 points per game. And Cousins had 13 points in 41 games. That's .317 points per game. Casey Middlestat had a better full rookie year than did Dylan Cousins. But people are drooling over Dylan Cousins. And they were upset about Casey Middlestat. Think about that. People were, are drooling over Dylan Cousins, and they are upset. They were upset about Casey Middlestad. Casey Middlestad statistically had a better year as a rookie than did Dylan Cousins. Obviously, they're different players, but statistically, Casey Middlestad was better. And at this point in their career, Casey Middlestat is a more consistent scorer. Whether it be an an assist, a a nasty pass, a nasty sauce pass. We've seen a bunch of those to Rasmus Asplund. Or an absolute snipe. We've seen a couple of those. Casey Middlestat come down and absolutely snipe a couple of them. Casey Middlestat, provided Jack Eichel comes back as your number one center, Casey Middlestat has earned the 2C for the Buffalo Sabres. Behind Eichel, but ahead of of Dylan Cousins. And lastly, my last thought of the Buffalo Sabres 2020-2021 season is that Linus Olmark is a starting caliber goaltender in the NHL. He finished his season with 20 games started. Obviously, he was limited by injuries and some personal issues. He had a 9-6-3 record 
for the Buffalo Sabres, a 2.63 goals against and a .917 save percentage. Outside of Linus Allmark, the Sabres are devoid of any NHL caliber goaltenders in the entire organization. Now, Michael Hauser and Dustin Tokarski, they were fantastic stories. I cheered for them a bunch. I loved it, but it was at a point in the season where the season was already lost, so the Sabres didn't really have anything to lose. It was just a nice story for both of these guys to play and get wins. Uh, Hauser gets his first win at 28 years old, and Dustin Tokarski gets his first win in the NHL since 2015. Fantastic stories. However, they are not NHL goaltenders. I think both of them have earned a chance to be goaltenders potentially in the AHL, if not in Buffalo somewhere. But they're not NHL caliber goaltenders. And if they are your, if either one of those is your backup goaltender heading into next season, you're in trouble. Carter Hutton has been absolute dog shit the entire time he has been in Buffalo. And there's no signs pointing to him being any better for the Sabres. And UPL just isn't ready yet. Why rush a goalie? Goalies take time to develop. The Buffalo Sabres, they don't have anybody outside of Linus Allmark. And Linus Allmark is an unrestricted free agent. So no matter what happens... It, with this Eichel and Reinhardt saga that, that we're, you know, we're going to be hearing about for most of the summer, if the Buffalo Sabres do not address goaltending in the offseason, we're going to be sitting here next year talking about the NHL draft lottery once again, and that is not a position that I want to be in. I do not want to sit here and constantly talk about the last place, Buffalo Sabres. That's going to do it for this video. Remember to click the subscribe button, hit the notification bell so you never miss a video. Remember to uh, tell all your friends and your family, spread the word about it. Share this on your social media. Let them know. I'm out here doing things. I'm out here reporting on the Sabres, the Bills, and the UB Bulls basketball and football teams and that I would love your support. I love interacting with people. So let everybody know if you're listening to this on audio only, let let your friends and family know they can hear me on any of the major podcasting websites. Subscribe and leave a great rating for me. That's going to do it for this video. Thank you guys. Have a fantastic week. Another season has come to an end and yet another last place finish for the Buffalo Sabres, and that has a lot of people around the organization very, very frustrated. And the person that is probably the most frustrated at this point is Sabres captain Jack Eichel. And why wouldn't you be? You come into an organization that has a ton of promise and things like look like they're heading in the right direction and and they have just never been able to turn the corner and get over the hump and get into the NHL playoffs. We are now six seasons. This past season was Eichel's sixth season 
on the Buffalo Sabres, and they have yet to make the playoffs, and they have finished in last place, I believe, three times in the six seasons that Eichel's been here. But everyone acts like that is a a terrible thing, a bad thing that Eichel's frustrated. Don't you want your captain to be frustrated? Don't you want him to be angry that the Sabres are losing? You don't want somebody that is going to just roll over and talk about nothing but the positive things that are going on. You want somebody that's going to talk about the negatives, somebody that's going to show his frustration, show how much winning means to him. And that's something that Jack Eichel is really starting to do. Everyone gets on him and they say, oh, you know, he's a, he's a prima donna or he's a, you know, whatever. He's a cancer in the locker room. I'm going to talk about that in a little bit, but a lot of people just, they don't look at it from a rational standpoint. They look at it from a rabid stand, a f- rabid fan standpoint. And that's something that I try not to do. There are a lot of things. Trust me, I put out a lot of shit in which I would probably rant and rave and, and be angry and yell and scream. There's a video like that I, I already posted about Ralph Kruger having to be fired, but Sometimes you have to take a step back and really think about what's being said, what's going on. And what's going on is Eichel has not asked for a trade. He seems very, very frustrated about the situation that's going on in Buffalo. And there's some statements that Eichel made that the media and the fans seem to be running with in terms of him wanting out of Buffalo. Now, he might want out of Buffalo. But that's not necessarily coming from the statements that I heard in the interview at the end of the year. Now, the one statement that the media is running with is, Jack said, I have to do what's best for me. And the organization has to do what's best for them. However, people are glossing over the fact that he was asked the question about his injury. And the disconnect about the injury, there has been the disconnect. People aren't thinking clearly about what is actually being asked. They're just thinking about the answer. Jack Eichel was asked about the injury, not about his future with the Buffalo Sabres. I understand he said some things that don't necessarily point to him wanting to be here, but in these in these statements, he's talking about the injury, the disconnect. He's talking about the injury. Jack Eichel's camp has very different views on how they want to handle it over the Sabres. The Sabres want Jack Eichel to have a more conservative approach to his neck injury, rehab it slowly but surely, and then as the start of the season comes, he should be ready to go back into it. Eichel wants a more aggressive approach. Eichel and his camp want a more aggressive approach to it. They want surgery on the neck. They want to, I believe they want to fuse the vertebrae or, or what have you. However, that's never been done on an NHL player before, and they don't know the ramifications of it, so I can understand the organization's hesitancy to have him get that done. But that is the disconnect. That is the, the problem between the Sabres organization and Jack Eichel is how they ha- they want to go about handling the injury. That is, the, that is the whole disconnect, seemingly. 
That is the biggest issue right now between the organization and Jack Eichel is how to rehab the injury. So stop acting. People need to stop thinking that, you know, the statements made were a disconnect that he just, you know, he wasn't talked to by the organization and that they just left him out in the cold about everything that's going on. That's not it. It's just not it. You're you're taking, you're, you're swinging and missing. You have to read between the lines, guys. Read between the lines. Think about what's being asked and then listen to his answer. And like I said, while he didn't give a ringing endorsement of the organization, and at this point, which player would honestly give a ringing endorsement about the Buffalo Sabres organization? Fans won't, executives won't, announcers won't, media won't. So why should the players? To trade Jack Eichel simply to trade him, which is what is seemingly a lot of fans are floating around. To trade him just to trade him is fucking stupid. It's stupid. That's what we did with Ryan O'Reilly, and he won the fucking Conn Smythe Trophy as the NHL playoffs MVP, and he hoisted the Stanley Cup over his head. Let's learn from the past and move on into the future with Jack Eichel. You do what you have to do to mend whatever anger Eichel has toward this organization. Trading Eichel, who is a top 10 player in the NHL, it doesn't really matter the return that you get. It's not going to be enough. It's not going to be enough. You lose when you trade Jack Eichel. You lose. Any organization. Doesn't matter. Any realistic trade option that you could think of with Jack Eichel in it, the team trading Jack Eichel loses. It's that simple. And Jack Eichel has five years left. Five years left on his contract. Why are we rushing? Why are we rushing to get him out of town? Why do the Sabres fans and media seem to want Eichel out of town so badly? Do we not enjoy watching a top 10 player in the NHL? Granted, the, the, the young kids, they did great. They, they, looked, they looked great. But the one thing that that does is it gives you organizational depth for the first time in a long time. The, the, the good thing about the, the Sabres, young kids coming up and developing and looking like good NHLers is that now you don't just have one line with Eichel and Reinhardt on the first line. You now have three, maybe even four lines that you can roll in any situation which means Eichel and them can be more fresh when they get their minutes. And the Sabres can win games when Ikes and Reinhardt and Skins or whoever has an off game. They don't have to rely on these guys night in and night out. They can have an off game and still win. So I don't understand why now that we have our newfound depth at center, do you want to start all over again and fucking get rid of it? Fans need to wake the fuck up and stop putting all of the blame for the Sabres' troubles at the feet of the best players that we have. The guys that have been doing it night in and night out for season upon season. And people are making up these narratives. Here, the narrative about him forcing Ryan O'Reilly out. 
He didn't want Ryan O'Reilly here. He made the organization trade him. Bullshit. That's never been proved at all. He's a locker room cancer. If you listen to the players, they had nothing but ringing endorsements about Jack Eichel. Nobody ever said anything bad about Eichel. There's nothing coming out of locker rooms that are saying, anybody saying anything bad about Eichel. He lacks effort. Eichel lacks effort. He has gotten better and better every single season since his rookie season for the past five seasons. This past season, he didn't get better simply because he was hurt most of the fucking season. And people are saying he has no heart. That's the big one. No heart. Jack Eichel, he has no heart. And then we had people on Twitter saying, you should make Dylan Cousins the captain. Shut the fuck up. I like Dylan Cousins. I do. But at this point in his career, he is not Jack Eichel. He's not the guy. He he could potentially become somewhere near Jack Eichel, maybe. But he's not it. He's not it. People say because Dylan Cousins got into two fights that, oh, look at this kid. He's gritty. He, he shows tons of heart. He's out there. He's doing it. And just completely fail to remember the multiple times Jack Eichel has dropped his gloves. I understand he's never had a fighting major in his career, but I'm going to show you right here the highlights of Jack Eichel dropping the gloves. The first highlight, Sam Reinhart gets blown up on a terrible pass from his defenseman. And who was the first person in there? It wasn't Evander Kane. It wasn't the defenseman that that gave him the suicide pass. It was Jack Eichel. Eichel was the first one to jump in on Ian Cole. Eichel was the first one to throw a punch. And then then, uh, the next year... In Minnesota, Sabres are down 3-0. Eichel shows his frustration, drops the gloves, and just starts teeing off on his man. Now, Eichel would have got a fighting major in that one, except the other guy didn't know how to drop his fucking gloves. His gloves were cemented on his hands, apparently. So don't tell me kid doesn't show heart. I don't want to hear that shit. Because it's bullshit. I watch the Sabres game in and game out, and I don't see a lack of effort. I don't see a lack of heart. I don't see a lack of hustle. I don't see a lack of leadership. Jack Eichel is the person that you want to lead your franchise. So let's stop trying to run him out of town. The bottom line of all this is Eichel is the Sabres' best player, hands down, head and shoulders, above everyone else. And you keep the best players on your team if you want to win. And guess what, folks? Winning cures all ailments. If the Sabres start winning, these conversations will be a thing of the past. And while the young players are seemingly developing into good players, and the Sabres have this newfound depth down the middle... And they, the Sabres have this newfound depth down the middle. They now have multiple guys. If Eichel and Reinhardt are here, they have four guys who, who are top three, could be first, second, or third line centers in the NHL. Now you're talking about massive amounts of depth down the middle for the Buffalo Sabres. And they are not that far away, provided they have a good coach and a good system, 
that will cater to the strengths of this team. The Sabres, as I said, are not as far away as their record might show. However, without Eichel, the Sabres simply do not have the firepower to compete with good teams in the NHL and will likely end up looking into the draft lottery once again next season. Without Eichel, we are, we are looking at a complete and utter teardown again and starting fresh. The Buffalo Sabres without Jack Eichel, you might as well get comfortable being the laughingstock of the NHL for a long time because the Buffalo Sabres will not leave the basement without a star like Jack Eichel, without a top 10 player in the NHL. That's it. That's the video, guys. You keep Jack Eichel. The Sabres are not as far away as people believe. But that's going to do it for this video. Remember to like and subscribe so you don't miss a video. Hit that notification bell. You can hear all my videos about the Sabres, the Bills, and the UB Bulls men's basketball and football team. I love everything about Buffalo sports. Make sure you guys leave a comment so I can interact with you guys. I love doing it. Spread the word. Let people know that I'm out here doing things. I'm out here. I don't say big things yet. Hopefully, maybe one day. But I'm out here doing it, and I'm doing it for you guys. And I love interacting with all of the people, all of the fans of the Buffalo sports franchises. Thank you guys for listening. Have a fantastic week.